Welcome to Medical Mondays, where we discuss medical advancements on a weekly basis. On today's episode, we will be discussing the history, technology, application, and the risks and benefits of microsurgery. I'm Brendan Ball, alongside Alexander Slayton, Evan Alexander, and Brian Luther. Like most of modern medicine, microsurgery has its roots hundreds of years ago. In the mid-1500s, vascular ligature and vascular suture, techniques which nowadays successfully employ microsurgery, were developed by several different pioneers in the field of medicine. However, it was not until the Swedish otolaryngologist, which is basically a fancy term for ear, nose, and throat doctor, Olaf Sigesson Nilen, the father of microsurgery, built the first microscope in 1921 at the University of Stockholm that the field took off. His colleague Gunnar Holmgren developed an even better microscope a year later, and since then, microscopes have been continuously improving. In 1964, the first successful rabbit ear replantation using microsurgery was reported by Dr. Harry Bunke. Around that same time, Dr. Jules Jacobson, a vascular surgeon at the University of Vermont, coined the term microvascular surgery, the culmination of achievement in vascular surgery. Now, microsurgery is a technique widely used by all medical fields, including ophthalmology, neurosurgery, plastic surgery, and transplantation surgery, among others. The most important piece of equipment in microsurgery is a microscope. I know, shocking. A magnification of 5 to 40 times is usually needed to be able to perform microsurgery, so these things have to be powerful. They can be either floor or ceiling mounted, but must have a movable arm so the surgeon can change their position. The instruments used in microsurgery are unique because they must be small enough to manipulate parts of the body barely visible to the human eye with handles large enough that doctors can comfortably use them. For example, suture thread is a specialized thread used for stitching. It ranges in diameter from 300 micrometers to 1 micrometer. The suture needle, which attaches to the suture thread, also comes in different shapes and sizes. It's important to keep in mind that this needle must be able to be handled by a surgeon, even if it's maneuvering 1 micrometer thick thread. Lenox Hill Hospital in California Pacific Medical Center are both making great strides in the realm of microsurgery. This broadcast is brought to you by Shaw's Auto, your source for holiday deals on new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Stop by the corner of High and Main and drive away in a brand new SUV for just your signature. Microsurgery has a myriad of uses and it has expanded our repertoire of surgical strategies. The needles used in microsurgery are thinner than a piece of human hair. One of its primary uses is in free, free tissue transfer. In free tissue transfer, essentially a region of donor tissue is selected from various locations and is then reattached to the patient requiring reconstruction. Microsurgery is performed on parts of the body that are best seen under a microscope, like small blood vessels, nerves, tubes, and much more. Microsurgery can be used to attach a severed body part by reconnecting small blood vessels. It can be used on the inner ear or vocal cords. Ophthalmologists can remove cataracts and perform corneal transplants and can treat glaucoma. Plastic surgeons can fix damaged skin, muscles, or other tissues. Neurosurgeons can remove cancerous tumors or treat anomalies in the brain. It can also treat male and female infertility. These are just some of the many applications that microsurgery has. There are many risks associated with microsurgery, but none that are unlike any other kind of surgery. With any surgery, reaction to anesthetics, excessive bleeding, blood clot formation, and infection are common complications. Some microsurgical operations take longer to perform than similar surgical procedures, and thus the time under anesthesia is longer. 
This increases the risk of reaction to the anesthetic and may extend the recovery time from anesthesia. The risk of infection may be greater with microsurgery since the operating site is exposed for a relatively long time compared with other procedures. Most microsurgical procedures are very successful. However, some procedures, such as reattachment of severed limbs or reversal of female sterilization, have lower success rates, which are usually determined by the extent of the tissue damage. Without microsurgery, however, these operations would not be possible. The benefits of microsurgery are that it makes it possible to perform operations on extremely small or delicate tissues in the body. Using microsurgery, many surgical procedures can be carried out that would be difficult or impossible otherwise. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Medical Mondays. We hope you join us again next Monday for our discussion of microfluidic point-of-care devices. Visit our website, www.medicalmondays.com backslash microsurgery, if you have any further questions about today's topic.